Gardener's Almanac, where we explore the roots and fruits of everybody music through conversations with movers and shakers around the world. We discover how these roots and fruits intertwine with all aspects of our lives and the common ground we all share. Don't forget to water them, though. Everybody. It's us. Okay, so I'm going to talk about stuff, and uh, just remember that I'm really not talking. I'm actually singing. So, um, and, and the words, you know, I'm, going to tr I'm trying to sing about truth, and truth is beyond words. So I'm not going to really get it. So we got to kind of fill it in with our imaginations and our just like our abilities to connect and hear each other through the words. Um, so, and, and they're not going to make sense, these words, a lot of them. And some of them will vibrate for you. And, um, 
and and I and I welcome you to to sing along, you know. So like, if you go like, yeah, brother, you know, or just like, you know, just say, hey, but but wait a second, I, that doesn't you know make sense to me or something. Just like, sing it out, okay? Because this is like a we're jamming, okay? So um, and there's no fact checkers here, so. I, my words, I'm not going to back them up with facts. I'm just going to tell you what I feel and what I believe. And so, and some of them might feel kind of extreme, like the following idea that all of our world problems can be traced to separation. And Mother Teresa backs me up on this. She, she agrees with me. And she says that we have just forgotten that we belong to each other. And, you know, this forgetting goes back a long way. And um, I don't really know when it started, but I know that there was a time when all human beings sang together as a regular thing. It was part of building our communities and keeping ourselves connected to each other. And then when somebody would start going astray, which human beings are want to do, it would bring them back to the community. So you wouldn't have these weird weirdos, like these out of control, uh, power mongering things going on. So that's my, that's what I believe, you know, and, um, and I don't think technology is going to fix it. I was and just- I think, And I think, you know, that's what the first principle says, what you just said. Right. We are all part of one another. We are, each of us has worth and dignity. Right, right. So it's like we already know this stuff, you know, so it's kind of cool to look at them up here on the screen and just go, yeah, you know. And so everything that we believe in life pertains to music in my world. So like when we play music with, with other people, when we play together, I think it's important to, to remember these things. Um, so like I, what I want to do is kind of just picture as if like we're a musical combo, you know, like we got a drummer, percussionist, sax player, trumpet, piano, uh, guitar, whatever, you know, we got a lot of people here. So just like picture that we're playing music together and, and we're going to think about these things, okay? like. Like every, this one to me kind of indicates that every, every person's musicality is complete and worthy of respect. And sometimes you need to dig deep to know someone's musicality. Like it doesn't, it's, you know, when you have super chops and you just blow people's minds with your chops, it's like, oh yeah, this person is, is so musical. And I don't know, I don't think necessarily more musical. In fact, I, I know that they're not more musical than my mom, for instance. So, and sometimes, you know, people kind of hide their musicality because they might have gotten hurt in some of the ways that I, I could talk about. Um, so, you know, around musicality, you know, so uh, some people have it taken away from them in different ways. So, what I want to do is like go to these principles and, uh, and leave time for us to talk about it, you know? So I don't want to spend too much time on these things because 
it's just like the same ideas keep coming up a lot of, you know, so justice, justice, equity, and compassion in human relations. So, like we already have established that we're all completely musical, and no one's more musical than anyone else. And like I, I know that a lot of people just don't believe that, you know. And I, you know, there's so many ways that, like I can demonstrate that. Uh, and but maybe we'll just go on faith right now. Um, and if anyone has like any thoughts about that, just shout them out, you know. Um, I think it when you see people that are so accomplished, and I, you're saying you didn't know when things started changing when we quit singing with each other. Yeah. I think it's when we started putting people on a stage and making them our idols, and we can't, we not, and we feel unable to live up. Right, and I think that's actually, I call it the music industrial complex. <laughs> that, 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 that like separates, it's sort of like the way, you know, the C word, I mean there's so many C words, got it, you know. But I hate to use, I hate that word, capitalism. You know, because it just like stirs up all kinds of things and no one really knows, like everyone has different ideas of what it means. But to me, it's like, it's about hierarchy, and it's about making sure that there's these people and those people, and that there's separation. And so you have to have, it couldn't actually survive. The music industrial complex couldn't survive without people think, believing in their musical deficiencies. Uh, if, they, if everyone knew how musical they are, we could just get together and make our own music, we wouldn't have to spend all this money going to these concerts, you know. And it's beautiful, these people. A lot of it, speaking for myself, some of it came out of trauma, like me like del diving into music, so like that was my only thing. And I can see that with some of these you know, heavy-duty musicians. I see sort of like trauma inside of their music. Um, so, like, so when you're playing with, with people, you know, you have to have that compassion. And you, like, sometimes need to encourage them in different ways. Um, and if you, if, you know, if you feel that someone in the group, just like in society, if there's someone that doesn't have a voice, the ones that, with privilege, you know, we gotta rise up and support these people and take chances. And so, like, if you're, like, you know, an accomplished musician in a group, you got to take some chances and show what it's like to make mistakes. And show, you know, that it's okay to make mistakes and that mistakes are part of improvisation and making stuff up, you know? And so, like, if you see somebody's ego out of, out of control, like, there are ways to kind of calm that down and just kind of find that, that, that common groove that we all share, you know. It's always there waiting. So, the third principle, acceptance of one another and encouragement of, to spiritual growth in our congregation. So, like, to me, uh, well, spiritual growth is like in music, when you discover new things about yourself, your musicality 
Like you, you, you find yourself in a new place with your music. And it's like, it really is, it's mind blowing. You know, has anybody here experienced that? <laughs> Any, anybody, yeah? Yeah? Can you, can you just like say just anything about it? You know, like. I'm sorry, I'm just because I know. You don't have to, you know, just an idea, you know. Okay, Deb has, an, has some thought. Oh, it's a experiencing being supported and here to my voice actually in my childhood there was some story in my family everybody was you know couldn't couldn't sing and couldn't hear and couldn't play including me and then um, I found out that I could and that in fact <clears throat> after uh, one of the lessons I could sing really loud and I was singing with Roberta Flack Okay. And I could sing just as good as she could, and I was like, no way. And then this morning, so Jonathan has been doing chords like this, and I heard him play chords like this, and I'm like, I can't stand hearing this anymore. So like this morning, I'm singing and playing chords, and it's, I mean, to me, to my ear, it was like the most beautiful thing I ever heard in my life, because, I, and I started with my left hand, which was kind of weird, I'm like, hmm. And then I did my right hand, and I'm like, oh, wait till these two hands get together. <laughs> so anyway, so I'm just a baby beginner. But to me, those are like, you know, volcanic. That I, revelations. this little person who never could do anything, is like, I'm making music. So, well, we've been told we can't sing or we can't. Right. And you realize, I can't. Yeah. Well, we forget to make a joyful noise. Right. Whether we, they think it's good or not. And that's right, right. what I feel. It's what's coming out, damn it. That, that is so it's beautiful. It's coming out. And the, the most thing is that that means that in my life there's areas that I've been told I couldn't do things and that puts into question all those you beliefs open the window, about my limitations. Be more. And, so, and it's not just singing, it's dancing. It's right, right. Sure. My friend could not, not dance. Because when she was in kindergarten, mm -hmm. cart, she was a kindergartner, because she couldn't, you know, they, they want you to skip and gallop and do these things, and she could not gallop. And the teacher actually <laughs> smacked her legs. Oh, yeah. She couldn't gallop. Oh, yeah. And, and it's like the people trying to make people write with their right hand when they're left-handed. Right. And, and it's happened, and it's so sad, and it's not right. And children are natural singers and natural dancers. Totally. Yeah, so we got some amens here. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, I know that some people have spent most of their lives believing that, they, that there's no music in them. And then so, and it doesn't matter. You know, you could be 90 years old and just suddenly find your music. And, you know, there, there's, no, there's never too late. People tell me a lot. You know, they say, oh, I wish I had done the lessons my mom made me do. And for, it goes on forever. So, so the fourth principle, uh, a free and responsible search for truth and meaning. And to me, music is truth. Uh, 
So, and that it's the same thing. It's like constantly, I'm always searching for deeper music. Uh, and I'm always searching for deeper truth. And I'm always searching for how my truth fits with your truth. And I believe we had, we were, you know, we play at the square, and I really hope that some of you start coming. Every Saturday from five to six, we play at the square, and there's a lot of, t I saw a t-shirt that said, conserve ammo, not toilet paper. Like, and the, the, these, where these minds are, like these people walking through the square, like all kinds of, I see all, there's amazing t-shirts, some of them are really beautiful. And then some of them are just whacked out, you know. <laughs> but this one guy just yesterday, you know, he was like, we were singing um, uh, uh, a song. And it was like kind of like a gospel-y song. I forget what it was, but, you know, because we have this section where you say, okay, you can replace these words with, any, with any, whatever words you want. And... Um, he changed one of the words to my savior. You know, he said, you know, he was talking about Jesus Christ as savior. And I said, you know, so I, I think it looks like, are you part of that church over there? And he had a t-shirt. So, um, you know what? Let's just have a little silence for a minute. I feel like there's, there's like this kind of, just feel the silence. Thank you, that's beautiful, because silence actually is one of the most important parts of music. Truth. What? Silence is truth. Yeah. Right. And uh, I feel like it's, it's, the, it's, a, it's like a bed, like a, a garden bed from which the musical seeds sprout and the music grows from the silence. So every once in a while I like to just Bring in the silence. So he turns out this this guy. Um, he told us his story. He used to carry weapons. He had like lots of guns, and he said that it was through Jesus that he. And then he got he he just got rid of all his guns. And we talked some more. And like the way that he feels like he sees. Jesus is the way that I see music. I, I feel like it's my savior. I really do. And I, I, I'm an evangelist for music. And so we connected around that. We found our truths. And he's, he feels, I, I'm going to actually interview him for the next podcast. Which, by the way, if you want to check out our podcast, it's The Music Gardener's Almanac. Cultivating the roots and fruits of everybody in music. I also want to add to your concerts. We get up and dance too. Yeah. And the square. So you can sing and dance. Oh, yeah, yeah. And some people are just more comfortable dancing. You know, like a lot of people. In fact, I feel like I, 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 have, I understand that feeling of not 
being, feeling musical, because I feel that way about dance when I have to follow steps. You know, I, I can free dance. And also, like sports, I've, I've never, I've, I've, I've felt always that I have no physical abilities with sports. And so I always, it was, always, it was a traumatic thing around that. So, um, we're up to the fifth principle. Uh, the right of conscience and the use of democratic process within our congregations and in society at large. So, like everyone in a musical group and in the world must have a voice. And it's important that we build that the kind of structures that create that. You know, we want, so like if you're, if I'm wanting to play with a group of people, I want to set up a space for that so that there's, there's a sense of, uh, that everyone has a voice and that we can share our voices and that all our voices matter. And that sometimes even when it's difficult. So when somebody, you feel like their music is not feeling right to you, or for you know, all different kinds of reasons. You know? But if you're in a musical group together, it's like a dedication to, to, to be with that and to be with each other's music and find out what it takes to come to that common ground, you know? And I feel like I've been doing this, like that's all my musical life uh, has been about finding that because sometimes I've been in really awkward situations on stages and stuff where what you mean, the fact that I can't read as good as you thought I could and that I'm completely lost and I have no idea where we are in the song and the audience is actually enjoying it you know, but we have to find a way to just keep that groove going, you know, so. Um, so the sixth principle, the goal of world community with peace, liberty, and justice for all. So, like a lot of animals have like horns. There's a lot of animals with horns. And these horns are often, you know, kind of used for dominance and like establishing hierarchies and like, you know, battle in kind of different kinds of ways. I don't know, is that true? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was like, sometimes I remember seeing this like in a museum, this like animal that went extinct. And I was wondering because it had an actual hammer on its head. It was like a, a real hammer and it was like, it looked like it could like, hammer nails. And I was thinking, maybe that was taking it too far, so they, you know, just kind of like, let that one go. But, um, so like, uh, but our bodies are, instead of, like, we have these voices, you know, and we have, you know, everything about us, our bodies are built up, you know, like it says in the song, we're built from the ground up to connect through music, and that's what I believe. And, um, so, you know, the design is for cooperation and connection. And if we're using music for power over others, which is what I see as jingles, like Bumblebee Tuna. I used to give music lessons to the, to the daughter of the person who wrote that song. And she was like, they lived in this mansion because of that song. And they had 
Like, it was like unbelievable. They had a whole thing. And so, like, she got all this power from that one song. They're like, bum, 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 bumblebee tuna. You know, we could write about a bumblebee if we wanted to right here. So, um, I think, you know, like, and also what happens is when people are talking, when I'm talking, I, and when I'm listening to people talk, sometimes I start to wander, my mind wanders, and it's like, come on, let's get on with the real stuff. So I think we should actually do a song right now. So one of the songs we do at the square is called Recycle Hate and Turn It Into Love. And it's kind of like a round, and you could just go wherever you want to go. The song is like, it starts off like this. Recycle hate and turn it into love. Okay? So, but when I get to turn it into recycle hate. So it's sort of like a round, but it's a very short, simple round. Okay, right? And we could get our shakers going. Recycle hate and turn it into so scared and um, there's so many things and so respect the second the seventh principle did you know that a movement is accomplished in six stages and the seventh brings return I think that's in the I Ching but it's also a, a line from Pink Floyd's first album <laughs> So, respect for interdependent web of existence, of which we are all a part. I think that is actually, that, that's, well, I, I guess it makes sense, you know, it's like the seventh brings return, we're, we're, that's where we come back, it's like full circle, we're back at that place where we're all interconnected. And music is just shows it, you know, like, how many animals could do what we just did? Can you name another animal that could do that? Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Dogs kind of do it in there, you know, wolves. Yeah, they do it, but in a different way. 
Like they couldn't do it the way we do it. Of course, we can't. We can't do it the way they. We can't do it the way wolves do it. I try. Like, have you ever tried to sing with a dog? It's fun. Yeah, yeah. They love it when you sing with them. I think. I don't know. Um, so like, so you know, you're in a musical group. We got the trumpet and the saxophone and like everything, and we're all like everything. Every note we play is related to every other note. Like, we can't get away from that. Like, you could have a soloist. I, I, I kind of, you know, like, it's like a tree in a forest. You, you might have one tree that's like above all the other trees, but it doesn't mean a tree can't like steal like all the light. You know, like all the trees are together. And sometimes, you know, people will stand out. You need sometimes someone to stand out and like kind of bring attention in. And then you need, leaders, you know, you need leaders and you need followers and they need to be interchangeable and uh, you know about the first follower concept? First what? First follower? First follower. So let's say you're like, you know, at an outdoor concert and there's like this big lawn and you know, we're all sitting in our chair, long lawn chairs, you know, and somebody gets up and starts dancing and people might think, oh, that person is a little crazy, you know. But if, if another person starts dancing, yeah. then people start to go, well, maybe, huh, maybe this is a cool thing to do. So that's, that's the first follower. And so the first follower is like really important because you can't just have one leader, you know. You got to leaders and followers, and followers are leaders. So, um, you know, it's all this respect thing. It's like with compassion, all, all these things. It's like simple. It's very simple. You know, we could probably do it in less than seven principles. I think we kind of, so like, you know, with the tree thing, I always like to say. We're trying to incorporate, and some congregations have incorporated an eighth principle, and that is to have diversity. That diversity is Oh, yeah. Part of the web. Right. It is. But I think it, it deserves its own, its own principle, maybe. You know? And so we could just declare, like, with music diversity. You know, I actually, speaking Rock of Roberta Flack. Just as good as country, and country's just as good as classical, and classical's just as good as opera, and opera's just as good as. As yeah. kind of music, yeah. Yeah, and 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 all the and somebody a beginner is just as good as an advanced player. And I once did a play shop once with uh, Roberta Flack's uh, music director. Wow. Was there? He was in the group. Like we were all in chairs, all in a circle, and there were like people there that had never played music before, or they think they didn't anyway and they saw themselves as completely musical. And so they were really scared. And I forget his name, I really feel bad, that guy. Because I was a little nervous, but he, you know, thinking, you know, like this hotshot guy. But he totally just blended right in and he just took chances, the same kind of chances that the, every, the other people were taking. And, uh, and just was like, enjoying the music that all these people were making. It was amazing. I just, I just want to find people like that, you know? So, I, I'm wondering, you know, does anyone have any ideas? Like, I really get a lot of pushback on these ideas. 
Um, you know, like in the academic world, it's really hard. But do you have any ideas on, on how we can expand um, this thing? Because I feel like I, I, I want it to be a movement. I want it to take over the world. So what do you think? Like, can we do this? If we can't, I'm afraid we're doomed. <laughs> I, I feel that way too, man. So like, what are we going to do? What's in the way? What do you think's in the way of this? Money, hmm. money, money. Well, the Preston yes. Library, Friends of the Library, just got a grant, and they are purchasing ukuleles, music, tuners to be put into a bag that can be checked out. Oh, really? So, yeah, so that's something that will hopefully spread through the community. Gray Dog is giving them a good deal on the ukuleles. Any student or anybody with a library card can get 10% off of ukuleles at Gray Dog. <laughs> oh yeah, so well, but you could support. you could take out a ukulele and, and just because I have a lot of s people that come and they want to take but they don't have an instrument, you know. Like sometimes, you know, that's one thing that we do is we we lend out instruments that we have. We have some we have ukuleles. We lend them out too, but um, we don't have that many, you know. So that's really great to know. So we need to find another person like you though could be in Kichino Valley at the square at the memory park or at the community center or whatever. Yeah, I, I travel. Same things you do. You need some disciples, though. Yeah. Well, well, we have some disciples, and like we need more people like you. Right. We need more people like Glenna, and we pe need people more like you, and you. You know, we gotta we gotta get more people, and the, we gotta get each of us to feel our music more, to, to feel confident. And like, I, I've got to the point where I get nervous doing stuff like this, but I, I always remember that music is there and that I really don't have to do much because music uh, really carries it. Like you started this one singing a song. <laughs> what? You started yeah. singing that song about turning uh, hate to love. Yeah, and, and then I knew that, that you guys would, would do Catch it. Up. Yeah, because I know that that's what people do. So, like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, we have, you can be a music cat. Dory's a music cat. Go to everybodymusic.rocks. Everybody music. It's an ancient genre and the latest craze. Everybody music. It's a human revolution. Not a passing phase Cause everybody is a musical body Designed from the ground up to connect And everyone can be a music gardener All you got to do is sow Seeds of music wherever you go Don't forget to word them though Everybody music It's us awesome. 